0: Staying in Contact, I'm London Mitchell. Ever thought about writing a book about yourself? My guest for this installment has done just that, written and published a book about himself. The book is titled, Biker Tales and We Don't Eat Our Young. We'll find out why this book has such a strange title as we talk with Michael Murray about his motivation for writing the book. I believe you'll find our discussion rather interesting.
1: Uh, people have been telling me all my life, uh, Michael, you have to write a book. You have incredible stories. You've lived an incredible life. And when I thought about it, uh, I said, well, let's see, I don't have any idea how to write a book. Yes, I have great stories, but uh, I have a high school education. I uh, didn't care for English. I was a double, ma- uh, double period uh, art major. And, but the more I thought about it, I said, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And uh, about mid-90s, I was at a real estate sales conference in uh, Las Vegas, and the keynote speaker was uh, Jack Canfield, who wrote the book Chicken Soup for the Soul. Well, that gave me the idea to write uh, my life in short stories. So that sat with me for uh, quite a while. I originally was going to just write biker stories, but I didn't have enough stories. So I let it sit on the shelf. And then about four years ago, I ran into my neighbor, uh, Brigella Thomas, she has seven children, I'm one of eight. And seeing her with her three small children at the store reminded me of when I was a little boy. Going to the store with my mother. So when I got home, I wrote her on a nice little note and said, uh, Thank you for bringing back the memories of my childhood. And she said, Michael, that's a great story. I'm not going to go into all the details of it, it's in the book. So the next, she said, Put that on Facebook. So I put it on Facebook the next day and I got a very good response. So I literally got up every morning at uh, five o'clock and started writing another story. I wrote 82 short stories in 82 days. Whoa. The rest is history.
0: <laughs> you know, when you, when you go back to your childhood to begin the stories, and, and you've given me a copy of the book, I appreciate that. Uh, when you go back to your childhood and do the stories, sometimes things aren't real pleasant Uh, from childhood. Sometimes childhood is very, very rewarding. You must have had to, to pick and choose what memories to share.
1: I would not wish my childhood on anyone. It wasn't a pleasant childhood. And I don't know what caused it, but I learned at a very early age that adversity brings opportunity. So when times were difficult, we have a a choice to make. We can choose to be constructive or destructive. I don't know why, but I always chose to be constructive, and I had a creative ability about me. So when times were tough, I became uh, very creative and carved out a uh, very good life for myself.
0: Reading the, uh, the first part of the book, when it talks about you as a, as a, as a child, you were very industrious. You, you developed a really good work ethic,
1: Well, I went to bed hungry as a child, and uh, I mean, I can remember my mother, there were eight of us children, but when I was real young, there were six of us, and there was only enough food, and she would dish out the plates, and you know, some children need more food than others, so I, the the meal only lasted a couple of hours, and I I was hungry, and there was no, there were no snacks, there were no, uh, uh, you couldn't read the refrigerator, there weren't leftovers. So at an early age, I said, well, if I want to uh, not go to bed hungry, I better find some work. So I would cut grass. I shoveled snow. I did anything I could do to earn a quarter. I even remember I, I made a shoe shine box. I was maybe 12 years old and would go down to the corner barber shop on Saturday morning and shine shoes. I, I think I got 10 cents a shine, and my goal was to make a quarter so I could go to the drugstore and buy a milkshake and fill my stomach. As I got a little bit older, I think when I was 12, I got a paper route. Well, when you had a little Blade paper route, I think I had 88 customers. I could make 4 or $5 a week. Well, I was in uh, Fat City because I had enough money to buy a milkshake every day, and that's kind of the way I, I
0: started my life. Uh, that would have been back in the early 50s, I would guess, 4 or $5 a week from your yeah. paper route, that's big money back then. Correct.
1: And at the same time, I had a babysitting job every Saturday night. The going rate for a babysitter was 25 cents an hour. Uh, the lady that I babysat for, she gave me 50 cents an hour. So I was in the money, and I never had to worry about going to bed hungry, and it was it, I, I learned a good work ethic at a very early age, and I never stopped. I'm 78 years old, and I still go to work every day.
0: The first time I believe I met with you or talked with you, you were in uh, real estate. That's still the case?
1: Oh, I'm still in real estate. I've been in real estate for 49 years. I'm currently a uh, real estate broker and project manager uh, with Pamela Rose Auction Company. I'm a licensed auctioneer, and I've been with Pam now for uh, 21, 22 years.
0: Well, let's see. According to uh, what I've read in the book, you're not only an auctioneer and a real estate, Uh, agent, but you've uh, also been an artist and you've also been what we might call a biker. And (laughs) you rode your motorcycle from here all the way to Alaska and back?
1: Yes, sir. sir. What an adventure that must have been. What, What you must have seen. It was uh, probably one of the greatest adventures of my life. My uh, cousin and his wife were planning a trip and asked me to go along. So we're just the three of us. And I was 68 years old. We left from Wassey Ohio. Uh, if you're a biker, Mecca for Harley riders in this area is to make the ride to Alaska. Everybody talks about it, but very few people have ever done it. I only met one other man that did it. So that was on my bucket list for a long time, and when they invited me to go, I was in, and uh, I trained for six months to get ready for that trip because I was older. I was 68 years old. I uh, have a gym at home, a small gym. I worked out three nights a week when the weather turned warm in May. I would ride my bike uh, 100 miles uh, from Wauseon, Ohio to Elmore, Ohio. It was exactly 50 miles, so I'd ride there, turn around, and then on the weekend, I'd try to do 150 or a 250 mile road trip just to get in shape to go because we literally did 8,000 miles up and back in 22 days. It took 10 days to get there. The uh, The adventure was the heat, the wind, the rain. Uh, when you get up into the Yukon territory, you're on the Elkan Highway. I think we pick it up in uh, British Columbia. Well, the Alcan Highway is 1,400 miles long. It's a two lane road and it's built up. Uh, it's a built up highway. It is all paved. However, at any one given time, they are reconstructing the road because of the extreme cold. When they reconstruct the road, they take out both lanes. So you have to uh, follow a pilot truck for maybe 10 to 20 miles of torn up road and it's gravel, it's rocks, uh, potholes. And we did quite a bit of that in the rain. So it was really, uh, it it was very, very difficult. And it it tested all your abilities as a uh, motorcyclist to be able to do it and survive and not fall and get hurt. At one point, they had taken a bridge out Can you imagine? The bridge was out, so you had to ride down a gully across a shallow creek and then back up the other side. Oh, my God, my heart was pounding. I'd never seen anything like it, but I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. It was probably the greatest adventure of my life.
0: So what do you tell people who would love to go on an adventure, maybe a a hike through the, the Rockies or a trip around the world, but they're hesitant they they say, well, maybe I'm not ready for that, or I don't have the uh, the stamina. What do you tell somebody on the verge of an adventure to get going? If to you do can, it?
1: if you can dream it, you can do it. You don't want to uh, be older and say, "Gee, I wished I would have do it now while you can." I mean, my life has been one adventure after another, after another, after another. And I just, I get, it's like setting a goal. I set a goal. I create an action plan. And I implement the plan and get it done. And as a result, I've traveled the world. I've done 120,000 miles on on a Harley. Uh, (laughs) I've had a lot of good times. But part of my motivation for publishing my book, writing it was one thing, publishing is another, was to inspire others to make their dreams come true. If you can dream it, you can do it.
0: The name of your book is Biker Tales, and We Don't Eat Our Young. You have to explain that to us.
1: (laughs) Well, that's one of the the stories of the book. I lived in the Old West End from uh, 1977 through 1998, and I was uh, very fortunate. I owned my dream home, the beautiful historic mansion at the corner of Robin Wood and West Bancroft. It was a John North Woolley's home. Willys Overland, Jeep, as we know it today. And I had uh, a group of friends and I started the Toledo Chapter Harley Owners Group. Well, every year the Old West End has a magnificent festival, two-day festival, first weekend in June. And the festival has started with a parade. Well, I was asked by the festival chairman, uh, Michael, could you suppose you could bring your, some of your biker buddies and be in the parade on Saturday? I said, yeah, we'd love to. So I brought 25, 30 of my friends We were in the parade. We had a good time. People that were riding uh, on the back were throwing candy for the kids. It was a wonderful time. When it was over, we parked all the bikes, all the Harleys in my driveway at the corner of Robinwood and West Bancroft, put on a little bike show because that was the hub of the festival at the time. Well, that Saturday afternoon, a young Blade reporter. Uh, looked me up and said, uh, Michael, are you aware of the, uh, there's an undercurrent in the neighborhood about the Harley thing in the parade? I said, what? You're kidding. I said, where did that come from? He said, well, it came from some members of the gay community. I said, oh my God, of all people to discriminate, I can't believe my gay friends would, would stereotype us like that. People stereotype bikers as the dredges of society. well, <laughs> Harley Owners Group, which we were a part of, these, we were a uh, uh, social organization sponsored by the Harley Davidson factory. Every Harley Davidson dealer in the world has a hog chapter, Harley Owners Group. So I said to her, we are the doctors, the lawyers, the Indian chiefs, and we don't eat our young. Well, the next day in the blade, I was quoted as saying, Murray said, and we don't eat our young. That's the story.
0: <laughs> biker tales where can we pick up a copy of the book
1: it's available at uh, amazon uh book baby barnes and noble and quite a few of them are being sold on uh, amazon kindle so it's available by the way i want to enter i want to uh i do want to say this i didn't write the book to make money i used the uh the best cover i use 50 color photos in the book. So it's a first class uh, book and you're going to want to have it. And I hope to inspire you and I hope you pass it on to someone else who needs some inspiration because I guarantee you, you'll be
0: inspired. Well, there you go. I'm enjoying the book. Good. And by the way, that house you had in the old West End, that was the one with the beautiful, big dining room table, correct?
1: Correct. And I think you were there for a few press conferences.
0: I was, I was, yeah. Yeah,
1: you and I go way back,
0: London. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one for one, one final question: How do you see Toledo into the future?
1: Well, I, I really like what's going on in Toledo right now with the uh, the way they have they have taken the old downtown and are converting it to uh, uh, off apartments. There'll be there's more and more shopping down there. It's a a, a very good thing for Toledo. All we have to do is solve our crime problem. Hey, I'll tell you what, Toledo's a great place to raise a family. I raised my children there. I I have many great friends there. And I think it has a very, very good future, no doubt about it.
0: Michael Murray. His book, Biker Tales, and We Don't Eat Our Young. And that's our installment for this week. I invite your comments at my website, LondonMitchell.News. And I hope you'll join us again next week, staying in contact.